Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside quotes. quotes! That was bloody brilliant! Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Hmm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. And we're rolling. Oh, shist, we're recording? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get going. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Quotes, episode 30. My name's Jonathan, and as always, I'm here with my brother Jeremy. And this time we've got a special guest with us. Jeremy, you want to introduce him? Hey, uh, hey audience, this is Jeremy here. Um, we have a special guest today, and his name is Logan Lanning. And he's my childhood friend from uh, my childhood. And uh-huh. welcome to the show. We we watched a lot of movies, and we've watched, we've made a lot of uh short films as per se uh aka cringy uh youtube middle school sketch comedy group troop nine and one half link Uh, in the description yeah i hope not (laughs) 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 but uh yeah he uh logan was one of my uh he was uh no i guess i guess i only had one friend growing up and that was him oh yeah what a a, a sad honor to be a part of this i'm so happy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so welcome officially welcome to the show logan lanning thank you thank you happy to be here boys speaking of your youtube videos your your fred and george videos those are hits but i just dude. don't know which one was fred and which one was george dude me neither, neither we, we. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say we just blatantly ripped off the the most iconic duo ever mm. george and fred that's like what we called most- it insulting possible way that we could have come up with <laughs> we thought we thought we were so slick we were gonna like be called fred and george as a comedy duo but in order to avoid copyright infringement we were gonna say george and fred instead and that's what we call ours got him as i recall there was only two episodes i think you need to complete the trilogy give the fans what they want they've been demanding it for years we've gotta we've gotta jump on that all the <laughs> They brought back Star Wars. Or they brought back all these, all these franchises. But it's, George and it's Fred, time to bring back. It's time to bring them back. I, iconic. I think I made those videos private when I started uploading YouTube for like college. Uh, <laughs> so that way, that would have yeah. Because I we had like some marketing projects and stuff that we had to upload. <laughs> I did not want my teachers or peers to see that. You can make it unlisted, and then we can just share the link. Okay. If you want to do that. We don't have to do that, though. I'm just throwing <laughs> that option out there. 
everyone, all two of our listeners will want to watch these videos. <laughs> hey, that's that could push our viewers up into the double digits. We have more. We have more viewers than you think, Jonathan. We're the fourteenth ranked podcast in Thailand, in Thailand when it comes to film and TV review. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't been consistently posting lately, so I don't know about that. We started That's off 2021 true. making no promises. <laughs> we have what? stuck by that. <laughs> I don't Okay, I just found all the private videos, and um, for some reason, I don't know why, I thought we had more views than we did, but <laughs> we don't. How many views? Um, our Fred and George episodes have like 53 views. <laughs> oh. Hey, that's more than I thought it would have. To be. Um, yeah, I mean. Oh, our first one has 92. Oh, wow. But the number one video was a video directed by Jonathan Jones himself. That's right. And that is the That Thing You Do music video. Classic. Where I'm just lip syncing to That Thing You classic. Do. One man classic. band. Classic. 244 views. I think I went viral. That's what I would call viral. Yeah. You should uh, cut out some clips of that and put it on TikTok. Blow up. Dude, that would blow up for sure. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. I'm trying to get rid of them, but nothing seems oh, yeah. to stay the same. <laughs> like, like, it's just like share a cringy moment of your childhood. <laughs> that would be cool. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. There may or may not be some interesting links in the description of this, uh, oh, this podcast man. episode, but we'll see. Well, Jeremy, this week, it's your pick. Do you want to tell everyone what, we're, what we watched? Sure. On a quest to find out what happened to his missing brother, a scientist, his nephew, and their mountain guide discover a fantastic and dangerous lost world in the center of the earth. Uh, so we're covering the mummy. Uh, Wait, what? No. Uh, no, oh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. This is one of my favorite Brendan Fraser movies, but more importantly, it's another one of my favorite Josh Hutcherson movies. And Jonathan, Josh Hutcherson played an important role in my childhood. Um, me and him grew up together, actually. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. That's a lie. Um, but I did think he was the bee's knees, and I thought it was cool, and I wanted to be just like him. So. Um, I became a fan of his work. I thought I thought Josh Hutcherson was the coolest kid ever. He was the coolest kid in the sixth grade, as we like to say. So this month, we will be covering our first ever Josh Hutcherson Appreciation Month, starting That's in the cool. middle of March. <laughs> our first ever. Like, we're going to do it again. <laughs> right. I mean, he'll make more movies, I'm sure. But I mean, we're just going to cover every Josh Hutcherson movie ever made starting with firehouse dog and uh little manhattan well obviously we're not starting with those because today's episode is journey to the center of the earth oh that's right yeah 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 this is the best one in my opinion um this is the best one i don't know ah okay so like obviously he's in kicking and screaming and that movie's amazing but he's not the main he doesn't play much of a part in that. He's just kind of like there. Uh, Will Ferrell takes that movie. Um, and Beyond but, Sung. And Beyond Sung. <laughs> <laughs> um, but RV, he's in that, and he plays a pretty good role in that. 
but also yeah. he's kind of shadowed by Robin Williams, the legend. And this movie, not many people think Brendan Fraser's a red uh, Brendan Fraser is a legend per se. We do. We think we do. he's great. He's on like Shia LaBeouf tier for us. But uh I mean, yeah, we 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 stand Brendan Fraser. We've even kicked around the idea of just going straight in from Josh Hutcherson month straight into Brendan Fraser month. Just keep I'm going. good with that. I'm good with that actually. Might as well. We'll see. Can we do Dwayne the Rock Johnson month, please? Ooh. <laughs> just starting kidding. With Moana. That's disgusting. No, starting with Journey 2, the worst <laughs> sequel ever made. The Mysterious Island. Is Can it the I... worst? Uh no, it's not the worst, but it's also not um pleasurable to watch whatsoever. I remember um, it being announced and being like, ah, oh, that doesn't look good. And then I did watch it and I was like, it was okay. It's right. But I mean, basically, how many franchises has Dwayne The Rock Johnson like ruined by replacing the character? <laughs> That's Mummy. another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the worst CGI of all time is this <laughs> oh. at the end of Mummy 2. <laughs> oh. Dude, he did replace brendan fraser's franchise twice <laughs> brendan fraser's just perpetually in the shadow of dwayne johnson why dude he's so much better i don't know man Josh Hutcherson, he's worked with like some of the biggest names though brendan fraser will ferrell robin williams dax shepherd dax, dax shepherd <laughs> uh, isn't that the guy that is married to Kristen bell <laughs> That's what he's best known for. <laughs> Fellow podcaster. Hey, Dax, if you're ever listening to this, which you probably won't, but we're uh, available to come on your show, Armchair right. Expert. I know we're famous podcasters and all, but we, we might be able to fit our schedule. So when we were talking Josh Hutcherson movies, though, we specifically were like, let's keep the Hunger Games separate. Yeah, no, wanna, yeah. I think that's that, his other stuff. Yeah, Because, I mean, that's four movies already. That, that's a month in itself. And we yeah. can't just do one movie. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that later. So we'll, we'll probably cover those at a later date. But right now we're, we're getting to the early years, really getting into the psyche of Josh Hutcherson films, starting in 2008. So Jeremy, do you remember the first time you watched this movie? I do. And what a coincidence. I was over at my friend Logan's house, who is also talking on this podcast today. And... Yeah, <laughs> and I remember he got the DVD and I was at his house and it was back when I was still scared of dogs so they had to lock their dog outside while we watched and I came over and Logan had purchased the DVD and not only was it a DVD but it was a 3D DVD oh you and got the 3D? We... I got the 3D one. Oh yeah Logan was what I we call one of our it. rich kid friends. <laughs> <laughs> because I had a dog and cardboard 3D glasses. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pretty pretty rolling in the dough. Um, <laughs> but I remember us watching that on your like your box VHS console TV. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't even matter. <laughs> the 3D it's sucked either way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about getting the 3D version so we can watch it on our projector last night, but <laughs> I did buy, I did buy um, at Half Price Books the other day. It was like a dollar. It was uh, the Polar Express 3D. 
They made that in 3D. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited to watch that come Christmas. Came with four pairs of glasses. Fun fact, did you know the boy was voiced by Josh Hutcherson in the Polar Express? No way. Nuh-uh. It is. It's true. All right, well, we're just going to have to do a bonus episode. We're yeah. going to have to release every day in the month of March. Yeah, I, I've never seen this in 3D, but I always laugh every time I watch this movie because of like all the blatant like people like holding <laughs> their hands out like like in front of the camera. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> I think of that scene where uh, Brendan Fraser is in his like, university lab or whatever and seth myers mm. randomly shows up with like a tape measure <laughs> and he like sticks yeah. it out at the camera and i'm like oh yeah this is a 3d movie <laughs> i'm pretty sure when we watched this logan like we we got to that scene and we both looked at each other and we were like this is stupid so we just like <laughs> turned really off bad. we took our glasses off and switched to the regular <laughs> version <laughs> yeah you're watching it and it's it's the same thing as watching the regular except there's red and blue <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, it didn't it's a little bit a tinge bit a uh, blurrier <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah no that's my first memory is watching it at his house which is a perfect timing logan i'm pretty sure you haven't seen this movie since that first time we watched it in 2008 um, <laughs> i feel like i remember watching it with you watching it again and being disappointed again, and then watching it last night, and still kind of being a little disappointed last night when we were watching it. I don't know what you're talking about. We, me and him, were cheering. We were cheering every time something 3D came on. I was cheering for the dinosaur. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna be honest with you, Logan. Uh, I kind of fell asleep during that dinosaur bit, but I remember it vividly because I've yeah, studied were, this movie. There were parts where I know you don't remember what was going on. <laughs> Because yeah. you were out cold, I could hear you breathing super hard in the hammock, <laughs> sleeping, breathing super like, hard, not snoring. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely like right after they got on the the ocean the raft, I woke up right right when they were just about to shoot out the geyser. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I missed like a good thirty minutes of it, but I I remember the whole movie vividly. You missed a huge chunk of the movie. This is. Well, you this, read the book, is, so you know what happens. I did not read the book. I'm not. I'm no Vernian, <laughs> Jonathan. He actually he has it. Y'all haven't seen. Well, I know Jeremy hasn't. Jonathan, have you seen the original one? The original movie? Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, no. it's it is on Disney Plus, and I I don't know why, but I watched it a few weeks ago, <laughs> um, and it is not the same whatsoever. <laughs> well, I didn't think it would be. It's because this it's, this movie's kind of a different take on it, right? It's yeah, it's a little bit different. It's more like that struggle with your family and becoming closer with your relatives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the first one was like, you're stuck in this near the earth, and there's a serial killer with you, basically. Like, oh, it was pre- it was pretty weird. <laughs> now I wonder if that's what the book's actually about. I might actually end up reading this book this year. I kind of want to now after watching the movie again. It was made in 1959. The movie? Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't look that good. I don't know. Maybe I won't watch that, but I'll definitely read the book. Well, it doesn't have Josh Hutcherson in it. What's no, the point no, of you no, watching the movie? No. <laughs> no. Josh Hutcherson isn't in it. <laughs> so when this movie came out, I wasn't even aware of it. Until I guess, I guess Jeremy, you had seen it at Logan's house, and then yes, 
And I loved it so much that I bought it. So yeah, so then you bought it after seeing it at Logan's house. And yeah. I watched it with you and I just went into it with like no expectations at all. I'm just like, oh, this is some kid's movie. You have to understand, I was like 16 at the time, all right? I thought I was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we were in like sixth grade. <laughs> and I remember watching it. I was like, oh, this was actually pretty good. It, it's good. I mean, I, I like put it. I enjoyed I it. I mean, I'm very biased because I love this movie so much. But I put this mm-hmm. on uh, Indiana Jones tier adventure movies. It's uh. It's in the same vein. I don't know if it's the same tier as Indiana Jones. Um, I'm going to say tier as Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, no. I like that one. I do, too. Okay. (laughs) Side side note. um, We might lose a couple listeners by our opinions, but all right. Here's the order. Temple of Doom. Worst movie. All right. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. All right. Raiders and then Last Crusade. Well, that's an order for sure. Yes. Put them in. That is a um, controversial take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody hates on Crystal Skull, but it's actually better than you think it is. So give it another shot. <laughs> I love Temple of Doom. Dude, it's know. bad. It's so bad. Watch it again. <laughs> I have multiple what? times. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> well, Temple of Doom was the first one I saw, so it's it's a little bit more special to me than the other ones. Cause... Mm. If people want to complain about the special effects in Crystal Skull, they need to go back and watch that stupid plane scene, plane crash in Double Doom. <laughs> that does not look good. Because that is a jump cut. It's not even a crash. Oh, so that's better than them riding a T-Rex skull down the side of Mount Vesuvius at the end of this movie? <laughs> um, this movie does not have good effects. <laughs> you got me there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it has bad CG. But it's also a kids movie from 2008. And I'm here for it. So there's some cheesy CGI that I'm okay with. Um, let's talk about the movie poster, which looks awesome. It's pretty cool looking. The colors. The adventure. That would I don't be know. one I would hang up in my room. Like it looks. It's really it's legit. Yeah. It looks refreshing somehow refreshing hmm. man not many people can pull off fingerless gloves but Brendan fraser can he sure can man hmm. jeremy woke up for that part where he rips the other sleeve off of his shirt to match <laughs> the ripped off sleeve and then he went back to bed he, he woke up and was like all right cool and then went back to sleep oh <laughs> uh, we haven't discussed what status this movie is um i'd say this movie is a pretty good staple of our childhood and when I say it's a staple, I mean it's a staple of our childhood. Mostly mine, but... It has some uh, some quotes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does. It really does. Uh, Logan actually remembered one that I didn't at all. <laughs> that was so It was weird. when they were in the uh, Muscovite chamber. Uh, when they were like... When, Get the diamonds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the jewels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say? What do you say? He's talking about like how diamonds form, and he just like looks up like in awe, and he's like volcanic tubes, and it's just so awkward. He <laughs> he's like diamonds only form in volcanic, volcanic tubes, <laughs> and he gets so he gets that Brendan Fraser level of excitement to be in a volcanic tube. It's so Dude, weird. he's just... he's like he's like a goofy version of Harrison Ford from Indiana Jones and Nicolas Cage. 
from <laughs> oh, you know, National Treasure. I can see that. It's, that it's makes right a mix. lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I think we need to cover the Mummy pretty soon because I really like those movies. Just two the of them, mu- but the Mummy, the first one, was like one of my favorite movies for a while. Like, I used to side part, it. it was just so good. It's great. It was one of those movies where I watched way too early in my life and I got really scared. (laughs) Just like Jaws. (laughs) Oh, man. Jonathan made me watch Jaws when I was seven. (laughs) Jaws didn't freak me out. Jurassic Park freaked me out. Jurassic Park freaked me out, too. But I watched that one way later. Jurassic Park, I I watched that one pretty young, but like, and it like really scared me, but I was okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like, I just thought it was really cool. Why on God's Green Earth is Seth Myers in this movie? <laughs> Paycheck. And furthermore, why is he the fourth top build actor? I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. He has two lines. <laughs> Although there is not many other people in this movie. It's pretty that's much the, just the them three. That's so. the thing. Yeah, there's like no one in this movie. <laughs> there's, there's like some extras when they're on the plane. And then his mom. There's the, the lab assistant. Yeah, he has more lines than Seth, but I guess yeah. Seth is more popular. Yeah, he's a name, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I noticed uh, like, oh, they got like the top three stars of the movie. And then Seth Myers. Seth Myers. <laughs> <laughs> there's like some pictures wonder... of like him and Andy Samberg at like the premiere of this movie. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> Why would Andy Samberg be there? He's I guess they gave him an extra ticket. No, I know, but like, what mm-hmm. does he have to do with the movie? I don't know. Maybe that says, summer. I think that summer they just both took turns. Like, we should be in a kids movie. So <laughs> Seth Myers was in. Yeah. This, Andy Samberg was like, "All right, I'll be the voice of a monkey in Space Chimps." Was that in two thousand eight? Pretty sure that was the same time. Was okay. it? Was it? Uh, we need to cover Space Chimps one of these days because that's another Logan Lanning movie. Maybe next time he'll come on the podcast, we'll do that one. <laughs> There's one I definitely like watching, and we'll we'll leave it at that because that'll be a different another podcast. Uh, okay, but yeah, our the movie we are covering today is Journey to the Center of the Earth. So maybe we'll have to stay on topic. Um, but we never do. We end up quoting millions of other movies before we even talk about this movie. I mean, that's so. that's like the point of the podcast, isn't it? So, Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it is called Inside Quotes for a reason. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, Jonathan, let's do let's do that segment. Should I be concerned? Alright, thank thank you for that introduction, Bill Murray. No one answered me. <laughs> what did you say? I said, should, I said, should I be concerned? And y'all just like grinned and that was it. It's ter- <laughs> terrifying. All right, Logan. We are going to, we've started this new thing and you're going to be the guinea pig where we have guests oh, on the show man. take an IQ test. Now the IQ test is not what you would think it is. It's not like intelligence. It's IQ stands for inside quotes, of course. And these are oh. questions I came up with. That's a relief because you're homeschooled, right, Logan? Yeah. So I'm a different kind of smart. (laughs) So it's just questions about like your movie watching experiences growing up, basically. So we'll just let's just get into it. All right. Okay. First question. Did your family rent movies from Blockbuster or Hollywood Video? 
Uh, yeah. Um, specifically, where I am now in Bowling Green, we would go to a, a Blockbuster and rent movies. I can remember renting VHS tapes quite a bit. All right. I'm just waiting for yeah. one day for someone to say Hollywood video and for me to just be like, oh, so you're trash. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're a lesser human than the rest of us. Unless you have some like third party, uh, like local independent store that you go to. <laughs> my, my grandparents went to one and it was like, like the beach video rental or something is what it was called. That was at their <laughs> house in Alabama. So I, I've used others, but mm. Like within my family, that was it was just that one. Blockbuster. All right. <clears throat> Question two: Do you remember the first movie that you bought for your personal DVD collection? That I like went out and purchased on purpose, or like you got you asked for like a birthday present or something like that, or Christmas or. Do you have a DVD collection? That's the question. A very small one. Um, that for some reason I am recently trying to build up. With, you yeah, John, you just assume that we all <laughs> collected movies. I did. That, that turns yeah. out it was just a weird thing that me and you did. <laughs> <laughs> it. I had a lot more VHS tapes growing up, so I feel like I feel like I probably asked for something on VHS. Oh, okay. I just remembered. I had a. It was a VHS. Uh, box set of the original Star Wars trilogy, um, Ooh. Un- unedited, clean, like even Han had shot like, version, like Han shot first version. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yes, original true versions is what you could call it because he did shoot first. Just <laughs> throwing that plug out there. Um, I got that um, for Christmas one year. Nice. Moving on to question number three. What do you remember the first movie you saw in the theaters? I think Attack of the Clones. Nice. I think that's the earliest Ooh. one. Because I think I think I saw um Phantom Menace. I think I was too young. Same. When that I, was my first Star Wars movie. Yeah. So I think I saw the I saw the originals at some point and then saw Phantom Menace and then Attack of the Clones was in theater. I think in order, it was Attack of the Clones, Narnia, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then Revenge of the Sith were like the main movies I remember seeing from my childhood, like in a theater. Hmm. Huh. <clears throat> Very nice. We used to do birthday parties at the movie theater because it was cheaper than throwing an yeah. actual birthday party. Was it though? Maybe it wasn't. Oh, well, I guess it was before movie theaters got ridiculously expensive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. We'd go to the movie co invite a few friends and then get Krispy Kreme donuts before yep. on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and then sometimes you'll open up your presents at Krispy Kreme and then you'll get a football and then you'll break a light at Krispy Kreme. Yes. That's a story <laughs> for another episode. Sounds like a backstory to me. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Money is no object. What movie theater snacks do you buy? Money is no object. Uh, popcorn. Um, a soda, and then uh, what are those? The uh, Junior Mints. Yeah, that is yeah. So if I've got like one hundred thirty-five bucks to spend, yeah, <laughs> I can go. I'll buy all. I get an extra large popcorn, thing of Junior Mints, and a drink, and blow <laughs> a whole paycheck at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there on the uh, on the Junior Mints. Um, yeah, that's a good movie watching snack. We're definitely we always get. Ices at the theater 
That's our. That's like the only Ooh. time we get ICs, usually. Really? Um, yeah. We get that popcorn, and then I specifically remember going to the movies with Dad all the time, and then getting goobers, <laughs> which weren't even like good candies. It's just like chocolate covered peanuts. <laughs> but I loved it because that's the only place I could find them. All right. Question five. What movie, in your opinion, is totally overrated? Overrated? And why is it Avatar? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Totally wasn't thinking of that immediately. Um, Wow. Um, What's the movie that just everyone talked about and you saw it and you're just like, I don't get it? Oh, I think it was Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. Which, Which is definitely... I probably just like really angered a bunch of people if they heard that, but it not it was, it's a fan one of, my... of Christopher Nolan films, <laughs> are we? <laughs> no, Christopher Nolan's probably my favorite director, um, but it just got so out of control. I thought <laughs> um, Dark Knight was probably worse, but Dark Knight's one of my favorite films, so it, I I would jump on that bandwagon one hundred percent. But Dark Knight Rises, I I liked it, and it just summed up the trilogy, and that was all it did for me. Yeah, I I don't think you're alone on that. I think I think that one was pretty uh, controversial, or kind of split opinions on that one. Yeah, I liked it, but it, it, not to like break the rules and not talk about other Josh Hutcherson movies that are recent. But Hunger Games, I thought went like even farther than it was supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. I watched it finally. Um, I read the book didn't like the book and then oh. i watched the movie i was just i was just bored <laughs> but i liked catching fire catching fire is one of the best books i've ever writ- read yeah i almost said written written, written. <laughs> and coincidentally mocking jay is one of the worst books i've ever written read <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys my secret identity is suzanne collins hey nice yeah that was the other pet peeve i had was after harry potter um, the Deathly Hallows one and two. Everybody start started splitting up their last movie. Yeah, Cause they had to, grab. Cause, yeah, because then they had to fit all the details in only on the last book. I remember discussing that with uh with you, uh, in George and Fred episode two. Did we? <laughs> yeah, because I thought you just knocked me off of a porch. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what we did. So basically, our the premise of our our friend george sketches was we have a conversation it's nonsensical and then i say hey let's go outside and then we play outside until one of us gets hurt in fast motion it's comedic gold i don't know what anybody else was thinking but uh, and it had that little like uh that slap guitar playing and the, yeah the what is it <laughs> the royalty free yeah. <laughs> garage band music from 2004 classic <laughs> it's a jam windows vista (laughs) (laughs) um but uh what was he saying is that all the questions for i had one more okay uh what's the craziest snack you've ever snuck into a movie (laughs) (laughs) um uh wow in in college, what did we go? I think we were seeing um, Endgame when it came out, and I went with a, I went with a pretty different group of people than what I normally would have gone with. <laughs> um, 
I'm not going to name any names, but mm-hmm. I, I had a good time. I'm not saying I didn't have a good time. It just, it would confuse listeners and people in this conversation right now. <laughs> but we stopped by Chick-fil-A on the way there because we went to one of the later showings and I didn't feel like, it was a rough week um, being at school <laughs> for, for different reasons that I'm not going to name, but I, I didn't feel like eating <laughs> I didn't feel like eating the nuggets, so I had a box of like eight count nuggets, and I kind of stuck them down like the front of my pants and held my hoodie in front of me so they couldn't tell. And I walked <laughs> in with an eight pack of, uh, of uh, Chick Fil A nuggets, and I just pulled them out. And I remember the guy next to me goes, "Dude, where'd you get?" Th-? It was like that scene in Napoleon Dynamite. Like, Give me some nuggets. And I'm like, "Go get your own. You had your chance earlier." <laughs> Didn't make it. Nice. I guess it doesn't count. I didn't even make it out of the trailers with those, so I, I ate them really quick. So it, <laughs> it probably didn't count. Well, that's any movie snack. Oh yeah, that's fair. It never. That's fair. It's all um, gone. Actually, Logan, you've snuck in more than that. Uh, it wasn't a movie theater, but it was a drive-in. Oh, we oh uh, we went all <laughs> out. It, does it, it was, count if it's a drive-in though? Uh, we didn't tell them we had the food, so we technically but snuck it in. We, we took my Jeep, which had no doors or roofs, so they could yeah. see into the car, seeing what we had. Uh, we yeah, had... and they could smell the Chick-fil-A. And the... Okay, so anyways, it was when yeah. Age of Ultron came out. Uh, I was working my first ever job. It was, I was senior, in, we were like senior, junior or senior in high school. And I was working yeah. at Chick-fil-A, and I got off work. But at Chick-fil-A, if you work, you get 50% off of your food that day. But they don't tell you you can't order catering. So I ordered a 64 count nugget tray. <laughs> Paid $14 for 64 nuggets. <laughs> and it went on my merry way. Meanwhile, Logan buys two or three Little Caesars pizzas <laughs> on the way there. And we Tim got a couple of two liters for us. And- yeah, two liters. And we each had our own two liter of soda. <laughs> and... um. I don't know what else we got. I think we ended up getting snacks there too, but we were feasting. Bag of chips or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think somebody brought Doritos or something. Yeah, man, wouldn't suggest so much food in that car. (laughs) It it was a blast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I will say I the most food I've ever snuck the weirdest thing I've ever snuck in was a salad. Like who eats? Who, who's that's like, if you're gonna sneak in food why would you bring a salad but i was that's, just craving a caesar salad it seems so inconvenient to eat like with the nuggets or the pizza it's just i know, know <laughs> easy like you feel it in your hand the other thing you've got a fork and you're trying to like it was uh stab it and crunching it it was last year when we saw the uh beautiful day in the neighborhood movie and i was just feeling a salad so i stopped by and bought got a bag mix <laughs> a plastic <laughs> fork and i just Stuck it in my jacket. Wow. But the most impressive thing I've ever seen in a movie theater was I was uh I was on a date one time and we were watching a movie and out of nowhere, it was like halfway through the movie. I didn't even know she brought this, but she brought an entire bag of Tostitos chips, an entire can of salsa. <laughs> and she just brought it in. Like I did she's halfway through the movie, she just breaks that puppy out. She's like, you want some snacks? Just picture like the movie getting quiet. You just hear from the jar opening. (laughs) I was very impressed. (laughs) Uh, But I I used to work in a movie theater and 
they don't care if you bring snacks in as long as you're not obvious about it. But actually, I do kind of have a story about how um, a movie company lost money on my family. Um, Mm. I think it was sophomore year at FC, my parents and both my little sisters signed up for that movie pass deal. Oh, the movie Um, pass days. Oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) And like it was early days where there were no limitations at all. And they're, they still have like the movie stubs hung up on the wall and stuff. Um, <laughs> they went within the span of two weeks. They saw like, I, I don't know, 30 plus movies wow, because all, movies? all around. Yes. Cause like the, uh, my sisters are homeschooled. So they would do school for a little bit and then like, Hey, that looks like a good movie. Let's go try it. They just <laughs> go and watch it. And they would play like, they do like retro night where they play like classic films and stuff. So they got to see a ton of movies, and then like a month later, my mom called me, and she was like, that stupid company put limitations, we can only see like two movies a week now. <laughs> I wonder probably, why. It's just because this one family in Florida sunk their company. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Man, I never got a movie pass. We never get, got in on that, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It, did, it didn't last very long. Like it, I remember a lot of people really liked it, and then it got pretty pretty bad pretty quick yeah it just seemed it seemed like super like sketchy to me from the beginning and i was just like i don't know if i want to bother with that right i really could have i really could have taken advantage of that you really could have oh, man, was smarter. Me too. <laughs> i was just like how are they gonna make their money like that just doesn't seem like a good business model i'm like <laughs> i should have just been i like, mean shut up who cares just go <laughs> Six but, years later, no company exists anymore. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, do you think we should start talking about the movie? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk this movie. Question. Right. Question for you. The IQ test is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan, I respect your answers. You did. You passed. Well. You were. You were a good you. guinea pig for the segment. Um, I think we'll do it again. I look forward to hearing your uh, your future <laughs> guests get uh, grilled like that. See what they do. <laughs> Jeremy. Did Journey to the Center of the Earth hold up for you after all these yes, years? Yes, it, it did. Not visually, but um, from a from a staple standpoint, yes. For, uh, for me, it, it was still good and I enjoyed it, but I, I just felt like... I just thought the plot was a lot better <laughs> the first time I saw it. like, Yeah. I thought there was like the explanations, like, oh, that makes sense. Like, no, none of this makes sense. <laughs> no, there's a lot of filler scenes and yeah. there's a lot of um, just like, let's move on. <laughs> let's explain this really randomly. Let's have the mountain guide explain why they can't yeah. go this way. <laughs> um, but I'm OK with it. I mean, they don't they don't ask to be serious. Therefore, I don't judge it to be serious. I just enjoy it for what it yeah. is. And what That's it fun. is is a great movie. <laughs> Logan, you you mentioned being uh maybe slightly disappointed rewatching it. Like slightly so. Um I was entertained pretty much the whole time, but I I kept feeling like this sense of being let down every time something happened and Brendan Fraser just says a couple of science words and that's it. Um there's <laughs> nothing else there. He just says things like volcanic tubes and that's it. And then, he's know, always the, like talking to himself, like like uh, Nick Cage does. He pretty much, yeah. He's he is. I'm glad you made that comparison. I never thought about <laughs> that. 
Um, it was it was still fun to watch. It was fun because I hadn't seen it in years. Um, yeah, who knows where the DVD is that I had? But at this point, <laughs> pretty, I it, I did have a good time watching it. But there's still that part of you that's like, hmm. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. I was done too. That was that was all I'd say. Oh, okay. Actually, I do have one more thing to say. Dibs on the mountain guide. <laughs> Logan, you're 23. You can't have dibs. Uh, okay. <laughs> no one gets dibs on mountain guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I want to say that this movie there's not many movies that capture adventure like this movie does like there's action movies and then there's adventure movies there's not a lot of adventure movies that like scratch that little itch you've got in your, in your brain um, and I feel like this movie really really hits hits it right on the nail like it, the sense of adventure, I don't know. It, it's so it's like so spontaneous at the beginning, and then they go on like an adventure of a lifetime. Um, not the Coldplay song, but it's, it's the actual than adventure a, of a lifetime. More than an adventure, wouldn't you say it's a a journey? Yes, yes, it it, it would be a journey. Yes, to kind Iceland. Of, kind of, yeah, journey there, to Iceland. There's not that many movies about. Yeah, that I think that's another adventure thing. Because uh, I'd never seen a movie where people went to Iceland. The only experience I had with Iceland was the villains from Mighty Ducks 2. Yeah. And, and even suck. then, they were like German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I see Instagram ads all the time for cheap flights to yeah. Iceland for like under $200. How, though? I don't know. I, it's because their tourism, tourism in Iceland is like zilch. Nobody goes there. <laughs> and so they I guess they have like subsidies that make cost of flights cheaper. I don't know. Let me see. Round trip flights. There. They like make you do one of those like polar bear swims or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's required. Regs Regkovic. Uh that's Reykjavik. 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 Reykjavik, yeah. Fine deals. I think you can find a round trip for uh, like six or seven hundred dollars. That's probably the amount that uh, Uncle Trevor had saved up in his uh, piggy bank. Yeah, <laughs> just about. Who collects that many coins? Like, come on. So I saw that, that was... and then all the coins, and I instantly thought of like when I worked in a bank, and like <laughs> having a coin machine, and one it like always <laughs> being broken, but also like it would get filled up super fast. And so I just imagine like him bringing all these coins to the bank and it like fills up. And so he's just got to go to like three different banks to like cash in all <laughs> these coins. <laughs> or he just brought a huge wagon full to the airport. They can't he did ask, accept it. He, he did ask the it. lady if she accepted rolls of quarters. So it sounds like they just took quarter <laughs> rolls the whole what way. What a there. douchebag move. He did. He did ask that. And I was like, it's like, wait, they already wait. cashed in all the coins. <laughs> they What's still even had funnier is that he rolled up the quarters. Oh, yeah. Himself. Yeah. He has a rolling machine, I guess. <laughs> I thought the quarter scene, like when you first see his quarters, or well, no, when, um, what's the kid's name? Sean? Josh yeah. Hutcherson's character? Yeah, Sean. When he first sees it, that was like, that was next level of him just being a little, just a turd. Because he <laughs> looks at him, he goes, wow, 
that's really nifty. And then just walks <laughs> away. <laughs> and last night we were watching it. Jeremy starts cracking up when he sees That's nifty. And it's just his face. His <laughs> face. It's, I do the same type of jokes. I'm just very sarcastic. Yeah. He's just easily, clearly being fake, but he didn't, yeah. he didn't register that. He's like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about that. Cause that's, I feel like this was my introduction to Josh Hutcherson. And specifically, like a scene of him, like out in the car when when yeah. uh, she his mom is there to drop him off, and <laughs> Brendan Fraser is like, "Oh, what you playing there, Game Boy?" And all he says is just one word. He's just like, "PSP, PSP." He <laughs> <laughs> just like can't be bothered. And so, the- and may I say, two thousand eight was the year for PSPs. It like, was. It really they was. were the coolest things ever. I didn't think we were allowed to even afford that. Even if we could afford it, we were. I don't I think we were allowed them. to afford it. Um, they looked so cool. I was like one of those. An actual, like the hype around those and seeing like your rich friends have them. Like, mm. you just wanted <laughs> to watch them play that forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was just like a. It was like better than the PlayStation, in our minds. Um, and then the Nintendo DSs came out, and they weren't as cool. No, but then I don't know. No, but then PSPs became obsolete, and man, it, it's just crazy how technology has gone well, forward. Think about this: the iPhone came out in two thousand seven. Yeah, so it just like immediately made it obsolete. Yeah, Oops. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> but like the, it was so cool. We had nothing else to base that off of. It was like pre Nintendo Wii. It was like the the peak of I guess video gaming, <laughs> and it was yeah. like professional. The professionals had PSPs pretty much. Peak video gaming and googling at thirty thousand feet. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was so yeah. stupid. <laughs> okay, no, I did I did Google it of when like Wi Fi first started becoming available in airplanes, and it was early two thousands. Boeing started like developing that around. Okay, there. but well, did Icelandic I, Air? I don't it know. In 2008? I don't know what kind of planes <laughs> they fly over there, Karen. <laughs> Either way, it must have cost a whole bunch of money extra. There's no way they had free Wi-Fi. No. Well, there's no way his quarters covered that. Especially, he's good for especially it. Wi-Fi in 2008 that pulled up results that fast. In oh yeah, no. <laughs> on a PSP. I'm so. googling at 30,000 feet. The video games will still like Jonathan. You bought one just for fun. Years like later, yeah. Two years, two two years ago, yeah. and we started playing Battlefront on it, and it was just like so laggy and like yeah. I didn't even keep it. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was like the peak of video game technology back yeah. in the day. It, I think it's just like the biggest screen ratio looked so cool. I think that's why. Yeah, I was gonna say this was that was my introduction to Josh Hutcherson, and I was just thinking, and I. Of him just like being a jerk, basically to Brandon oh. Frazier, and I thought about. I just thought he was such a Brett Brewster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Brett me and Brewster. About this. So, Logan, you're familiar with Brett Brewster that went I, to Florida College. I very much remember Brett Brewster from Florida College. That same Brett Brewster uh, was in second grade with us, or I guess he was in first grade when i was in second grade but he was at fca the year i he for just one year was he really and i remember this one kid in our class 
uh, was like so mad at him or something. And he, I guess we were at recess or something. He said, Brett Brewster just thinks he's all that. (laughs) (laughs) And he just became like this douchebag character in this first grade. And (laughs) I don't know. Turns out like he's a really cool dude. And he's one of my, (laughs) he's one of my friends now. Um, (laughs) But we always thought he was the, he thought he thought he was all that in a bag of chips. And we just had yeah. this like notion that Brett Brewster was you, too cool for school. And you told me that and I was like, he does look like that. Like I never talked to this kid ever, this little like second yeah. grader. I'm like, so like years Jonathan's older. also hating on this second grader. And I was grader. just like, he does. He's got the spiked hair. You know, he's got like he's got the gold plays chain. little league baseball. I just like he just he just thinks he's all that. You're right. And I just had I just like I don't I do not like this Brett Brewster kid. Dude. Never talk to him, him now. Meet him now. Couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> He's this lovable teddy bear guy. <laughs> so Man. basically, since we were kids and that happened, anytime we just thought someone was all that, we're just like, oh, that guy thinks he's he's just such a Brett Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for immediately what I thought about when I saw Josh Hutcherson in this movie. That's funny. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, I guess... I guess I'd seen RV before this. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I wasn't really that aware of him. Like I wasn't like looking up to him like you were Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but immediately when I saw him in this, he's getting older and I was just like, Oh, he's, he thinks he's a punk. He's a Brett Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. Cause he I was thought he was even more of a punk and a Brett Brewster in RV. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he was horrible. Also, <laughs> I forgot another movie that he's in. Uh, this is a movie that I watched at Mark Nelson's 13th birthday party. It was one of the first parental parental approved PG-13 film that we wow. watched. And it was Cirque du Freak, colon, The Vampire's Assistant. I forgot about that movie. Dog, that movie. We thought we were the coolest kids ever watching a PG-13 movie for his 13th birthday. And it's not even like, I haven't seen it since that night, but like, I remember Josh Hutcherson was in that movie and I thought he was like in high school, but he's also like just as young. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird when you're watching movies as kids and you see kids that are like two years older, they look like they're in college. Yeah. Yeah. We, we experienced that with our last episode when we watched little rascals again. Yeah. Because we didn't realize these kids were like four years old. (laughs) They were so tiny. We thought they were in like middle school, maybe, but. But now it's like the opposite effect. Um, You were asleep, Jeremy, I'm pretty sure. But the scene (laughs) in uh, the movie where he gets to the magnetic, like rock field and he's laying on the one and it, tilts over and he's got to hang on there's no way that josh hutcherson at that age had the upper body strength to cling <laughs> to a rock like no, that he had wires flipping back and forth actually i watched the behind the scenes content on the dvd back in the day and i remember they like showcase that scene and he was on yeah. wires and stuff and they had like a huge treadmill and stuff this movie's heavily blue screened yeah yeah and it shows uh so the beginning of the movie, it, it opens up with like, it's like Sean's dad, right? Being like being chased by a T-Rex or whatever. 
and then he like jumps off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they they got his body back, didn't they? That's that was my question. I think he washed up on shore. Oh, oh, is that what it was? <laughs> Probably. I, I, but then didn't they talk about how it got super hot and they think that's what happened to Max? Was mm. he got because he didn't get out in time? He missed the window, so he like cooked mm. alive. Basically, right. I, mm. That's why I was confused about because they make it seem like oh, he's his body's just like laying in the grass over here by his. But yeah, maybe and then it, cuts, it cuts to them like dairy, uh, burying him like Dobby style on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Dog, it's been 10 years. <laughs> that, that was it. I just they, they try and open it up and make it all like seem ex- exciting. But yeah, when you actually actually see it later on, it's like this. There's something missing here. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he didn't necessarily die at the at the beginning. He was just in danger, but yeah, I don't know. It was just a quick, quick shot of drama and then they'll start the movie. Yeah. Another thought about the effects. I was just thinking like Jurassic Park came out in like 1993 and that looked real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this T-Rex <laughs> 2008, it did not at all. <laughs> hey, do you think that, do you think that, uh, the T-Rex that was chasing Max was the same T-Rex, or do you think it was the skull that they rode the geyser in? Hmm. That's a good question. Thank you. Answer it, please. It, Vernian it, theories here. I don't I don't know. I thought the the T-Rex, just at my humble opinion, with all of my VFX experience, um, I thought the T-Rex looked better than the little bluebirds that were glowing around the whole time. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. especially I've gotten in a really bad habit of when there's like a CG extra, like either like a real character or just a side thing, like that bird watching the different actors all looking in completely different places. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially just try end. just, yeah. When the bird's when flying like, off in the yeah. city, he was just like looking at a stop sign. Yeah. Hey, come Brendan, back. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's looking up and then the, the chick's just like off in her own world, just staring <laughs> off into the distance, not doing anything. So after after the beginning, that opening, it, what is it? I I can't kind of remember the sequence of events. You remember how it starts after that? Um, we just get introduced like, to like Brendan Fraser, right? Yeah, it's like crazy title sequence thing, and then it just goes into him. He because he's like that typical, um, like a loser teacher. None of his students care about the class. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's he's talking about. Like kind of the basic theory that supports the movie, I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the lab, the lab's going to get shut down and he's mad because it was his brother's lab. And then he finds out Josh Hutcherson's coming to town and yeah, because he forgot that his nephew is coming and, or whatever. Right. It actually, it, it picks up pretty quick. Um, like they get the ball going to Iceland pretty quickly. Um, and it doesn't feel like they you know go crazy and just skip a bunch of stuff either so i mean it's enjoyable to watch i i kind of think that's the more enjoyable part of the movie for me is like the beginning of like how they start piecing things together and kind of i don't know um the journey yeah the journey to the journey of the center of the earth (laughs) kind of where where when they actually like get down to the core and there's like just all these like big set pieces where they're just like yeah running in front of a blue screen and screaming because there's stuff chasing them or something that's where it's like not as 
not as good for me. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I do like I, I like the beginning and how it kind of sets up, and they they find the book and they're kind of looking through his old notes and they're realizing. I guess he had made this discovery and years years yeah. ago, and he was on to something. Go out there by himself and not tell anybody, which I thought was kind of weird, because they like yeah. they position it like he just disappeared, but he was like a married man with a kid. <laughs> so did he just leave the country and not tell anybody? Yeah, nobody knew that he went to at least to Iceland and found a way up to the mountain. Apparently, yeah. well, I'm curious if he found. I'm curious how he found it too, because they like stumble upon all that stuff and fall down. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's just exploring in there. Oh, that's a well. Okay, that's a point for when Jeremy comes back, I guess. But um, I'll, I'll try to remember. But um, when they're uh, repelling down the the cave, um, and like the lines get tangled or something, and she just cuts the rope. I, I mean, she. Uh, they didn't know the bottom was that close. So I, if I was in Brendan Fraser's position, that chick just straight up murdered me. And I, <laughs> I don't think I would be cool with her for the rest of the movie as, as, as much as he was. Because she was just yeah, like, yep, like, see ya. She just cut the line and let him go. He's like, you knew that, right? You, you knew she's, yeah, I was going to oh, be okay. You could see like that cold, cold, calculated killer in her eyes and she's just staring at him. <laughs> mm. Don't mess with anyone from Iceland. Dude, they're tough. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they make their way out there, and they're just like driving around. They think they're lost, and they show up at the institute, which I don't even know how to say the what was the name of it. Do you remember? Sigurdvorn Asgirson, something like that. Yeah, Asgirson. That's right. I remember the last name. They just had the sign left up that had been there for like ten years or whatever. I was confused because I didn't know. Like, I guess she just lives there now. That's what yeah. it sounded like. She just lives there, or, or maybe she or uh, the Esgerson guy had started to try to make an institute, um, but everyone thought he was nuts because he was trying to just find the center of the earth mm-hmm. off of a book. So I don't, I don't know. Sigurdvorn Esgerson's volcanic uh, sensory. sensory um, he was re- he was ready. <laughs> I was listening the whole time. <laughs> You have anything to um, chime in about what so we said? I have, yes, I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, Go for it. Reason why, um, even if he was per se almost murdered by said uh, tour guide, um, she she would have seen it because there was a glow stick on the ground, and I'm sure she saw the glow stick, and it looked to scale. Um. Therefore, I believe that she knew the bottom was near, and she didn't kill him. Also, uh, Brennan Fraser was very attracted to her because she was hot. And <laughs> <laughs> the the big quotes from this movie are all just like like single words. Yeah, <laughs> which is like <laughs> dibs, or Oops. Jeremy will say something, and I'll just be like PSP. <laughs> yeah that's a big then, insight uh, quote there and then schist it's just oh, like single word schist I just love how every like five five minutes or so you can expect Brendan Fraser to uh, be explaining some geological phenomenon <laughs> yeah. 
Are y'all, are y'all going to do a segment about how many times the group should have died in the movie? <laughs> uh, at least five. Yeah. <laughs> he he would have at least gone deaf from getting struck by lightning almost initially. Uh, that many times. Mm-hmm. The fall, the falling down the the volcanic tube. That part, uh, they yeah. They oh, that's the worst one. That's the worst. They should have. They should have been dying. They're free falling for at least three minutes. Yeah, like in Spy Kids 3D. We're still falling. Um, and then they're hoping that there's water there, but that's not going to help them because there's surface tension on the water. And that they'll just yeah. smack, just like a, they didn't just hit the water, right? They they hit a slide. I know it's even worse. It's different water slide. <laughs> no, it's mm-mm. water slide. What's the water sliding off of? Water. PSP. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're reading too much into it. Well, look, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt that they survived the entire movie, but where they definitely would have died. Is when they get launched out of a volcano at the end of the movie. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even think <laughs> like, about that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Enough no, like, for enough force that their like faces are being peeled back from how quickly they're moving, and then they just at least two hundred feet. And what do they have to cushion their fall? A big Mount bone, Vesuvius. a skull, <laughs> and some grapes. <laughs> That's heavy enough to like it would just crater into the thing, and then they would just bounce out and be yeah. dead. But it wouldn't slide down like that. No way. Mm-hmm. Well, good thing Josh Hutcherson saved his uh, one of those diamonds or whatever from the cave. Yeah. To that vineyard owner. Getting that Maserati. You, you go down, slide again. <laughs> <laughs> Do what like, you want. How, how is he going to make that work? <laughs> I, I love how <laughs> in order to talk to the Italian guy, Josh Hutcherson just goes up to him and just gives him the worst Italian accent. That's all he's like, yeah, he here, take try. it at these. Take it you take it is. Like he's gonna understand what that means. <laughs> he speaks the most Italian. <laughs> I kinda wish that they would have a better this is one of those movies. Well, I guess I'm going straight to the end, but we're at Vesuvius still. Um This is one of those movies where I wish the epilogue was a lot better. Um well, I guess not the epilogue, but more like the ending connecting to the epilogue because it just swipes right from Mount Vesuvius to back in New York instantly. Like, mm. I wish they would have had like extra like a good time just getting back, like traveling back. They could have done a scene like that. I don't know. Yeah. Could yeah. have seen him Googling at 30,000 feet again. Yeah. Yeah. He could have got like a blinged out PSP. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, I love how he said he, when they were mining for the jewels, he said, "Bling, bling." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Josh Hutcherson was the cool cat, man. Hence, we have devoted an entire month of covering his films, <laughs> not his yes. movies, his films, his films, his films. <laughs> his films were humongous. Some would say, "Humongous fungus." <laughs> Best joke of the movie, right there. Apparently. It got a laugh from you for sure. Hey, I wasn't expecting it. It was just so so <laughs> lame. It was lame enough for me to just start dying. This is another one of those movies that uh could easily capitalize on a theme park. Uh, oh, yeah. because 
that would be a great Disney ride. I'm not like, I mean, just like the roller coaster mining cart thing just by itself, but like even like a walkthrough Disney ride or like Poseidon's Fury at, uh, what's it called? Universal Islands of Adventure. Like just going through the journey, that would be really cool. I yeah. could easily see this. this is a what movie? mine cart what was very Temple this? of Doom. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, they would have easily died too. And also, what's the point of when they were on the mine cart and she like got the pickaxe and tied it to his backpack just to like anchor them back? Um, wouldn't that be more dangerous than just jumping out? Yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> it's called whiplash. I'm gonna show you how to save somebody's life. <laughs> It's a, it's a it's one of those good childhood movies that we have, but there's not too much to it. They figure out there's a center of the earth, and they go find it, and then they have to get out. That's about all there is to it. Yeah, it's really, just do about you, bonding. Do you ever think for a moment that Brendan Fraser's just going to leave him? He gets separated from Sean. He's just going to leave Josh Hutcherson down there. Poor little Josh <laughs> Hutcherson. He's not going to, but the you'd think the tour guide might. Oh yeah, she's like the mountain guide. Oh, that that <laughs> one scene—I don't think we talked about it—but when he's fighting the the giant Venus flytraps. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And him just like uh, that's classic Brendan Fraser getting a chance to punch things. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Fraser is one of the masters of just freaking out on film. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. <laughs> furry vengeance <laughs> Miley Cyrus oh, we didn't uh, I don't know, we didn't talk about the like the most obvious blue screen scene of all which was the uh, the the underground ocean that they had to cross oh yeah yeah, that was, yeah. and then the, the fish the fish I got major castaway vibes from that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, we only have a few hours here, and like, let's just fashion together some like this like raft or whatever. Yeah. And then after they put it together, I was like, where'd they get this rope from? <laughs> I guess they That's had true. some rope made. I guess maybe he they had just... like made a bunch. <laughs> they just like have all this rope to like tie stuff together, and I was like, must be nice to have all the materials just laid out there for you. <laughs> maybe pretty, maybe pretty... his dad was planning on building a raft. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Do they build a raft in the book? I don't know. Again, I, I have not it. read this book, but okay. we should. Because I thought they referenced the book like that, but um, I might just be making that up. I don't know. Oh, don't no, they did. It. He did. He did. He did. They said there was an exit. That's how he exited was going across the. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of gets kind of meta there at the, because they just like, they're just like reading the book to like figure out yeah. what to do. It's like they're reading the script. Pretty. Yeah. It's kind of like that scene in the Muppet movie where they're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, what, where do we go next? And they just like pull yeah. out the script and they're like, okay, here we go. Let's <laughs> travel by map. I always think of the one in Men in Tights when he's like, wait a minute, I lost? I'm not supposed to lose. Let me see the script. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's talk the ending here, the setup for a sequel. Oh, right? yeah. Search for Atlantis, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was just like super disappointed when I found out that Brendan Fraser was not going to be in the sequel. That's Me why too. I just did not care about it. Travesty. We will not be covering Journey 2 on this on this podcast. 
Nor will we cover Sandlot 2 or Diary of a Wimpy Kid reboot or um hashtag not my Roderick. Hashtag not my Roderick. <laughs> um here's a question. I have have either of you seen the movie The Rocketeer? Yes. No. Uh actually one of my favorite movies um really? as a child. Yeah. I watched that for the first time uh maybe a month or two ago. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's it's a friend my friend Paul, he used to like talk about it growing up. And so I was like, Oh, I'll give this a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really liked it. it. It's it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun movie. And it, it kinda gives you kinda like you were saying, Jeremy, um, about like just having like a good like adventure type movie. It just yeah. kinda felt like that. Kind of Indiana Jonesy, but not quite. Kind of its own thing. I've been wanting to scratch that itch for a while, actually. So I might actually have to watch this movie now. So I'd check, I'd check it out. It's All pretty right. good. That's my recommendation this week. Jeremy, do you have any recommendations? Um, my recommendation for this week, the Shrek 2, um, not the movie, but the soundtrack <laughs> CD. <laughs> okay. If you ever want a burst of nostalgia, I'm sure there's a playlist of the soundtrack because that was a good soundtrack. That's one of the best soundtracks ever. Not as good as the Holes soundtrack. Jonathan, we didn't quote Holes. We need to quote Holes. We got to do that. <laughs> I just mm. remembered my favorite quote from that movie. Say it. Um, Mr. Sir. He's like, once upon a time, there was a magical place where it never rained. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's very That's the uh, end of this episode. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> All right, so Jonathan, next week it is going to be your turn. That's right. We always take turns, Logan. Uh, we used to, growing up, on the weekends, every Saturday, we'd watch movies. Yeah. Not just one, but probably two or three. And yeah. we'd have to take turns watching movies, like picking the movie. So now we take turns picking each movie to cover. So this was gotcha. my pick. So Jonathan, next week is going to be your pick. You want to give the listeners a hint or a clip of what's going to be going on next week? That's right. The movie we're covering next week um, was recommended to us by a Walmart greeter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's a clip. I've got a never-ending love for you. From now on, that's all I want to do. From the first time we met, I'd sing my never-ending song of love for you, my love for you. I never grow tired of that song. Last time I heard, I was buck naked in a field with a road flag. Dad. Yeah. Big travel day tomorrow. Where are y'all headed? Away. All right, so our show was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff he's been working on lately. He does, like, 3D models and animation stuff. He's very talented. If you need any graphic design work from him, hit him up. Uh, 
He also did the logo for our sister podcast, uh, Secret Language Podcast. <laughs> I call it the sister one just because that's the only other podcast that we're connected with. Our informal <laughs> podcast network. Yeah, informal podcast network. I don't know what we call it yet, but let's do it. At Jesse, if you're listening, just reach out. We'll just start a network. Um, anyways, you can also find us on Instagram at InsideQuotesCast. If you have any movie suggestions that you want us to cover in the future, go ahead and give us a DM or email us at InsideQuotesCast at gmail.com. Hogan, where can people find you? They can't. Good. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on the on the show, guys. Dude, thanks for coming on the show, dude. It was a good time. Yeah. And we'll have we'll, we'll definitely have to have you on for Space Champs in the future. One hundred percent. Bonus Patreon episode. Bonus Patreon <laughs> supported by uh, NASA's own Space Champ program. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks everyone for joining us on Inside Quotes as we celebrate. The career of Josh Hutcherson over the course of March. <laughs> I hope that you'll yes. continue the journey to the center of the earth with us <laughs> <laughs> next week. Wow. Neat. Hey, it's, this podcast was really nifty. <laughs> <laughs>